Welcome to today's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On today's episode, we are giving you guys another love episode because it's Valentine's Day and we love you guys. So we talked about Birds of Prey. Felicia went to a One Direction night and lived her best life. And we, of course, gave you guys our good old-fashioned love advice. We are talking about long-distance relationships, flirting versus friendliness, and when someone is flirting with you and you don't want it. So if you guys are ready to get into all of those candy hearts, crack open that pantry door and uh, let's get into it. baby. It's your favorite bunch. It's time to munch. It's Felicia and Courtney, we're laying out the map for you. Welcome back to the Pantry Podcast. Woo. Live for that. Happy you know? Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's literally Valentine's Day. Can I tell you what my favorite Valentine's Day book is or my favorite Valentine's themed moment book moment is yes so way back when in the fifth grade i had this language was it language arts back then english and language arts were like two different classes weird um but i think it might have been my english class we had to do like a book report and so i chose and for those of y'all if you know this you're literally top tier quality um the bailey school kids uh-huh. um i chose the bailey school kids and i think it's like cupid doesn't flip hamburgers did you I know read those exactly books? what you're talking about i do yeah so i made a big ass like poster um describing like what the book was about and on the outline of the poster and that's how you know i got the 105 with the bonus points bitch um on the outline of the poster i took like the gummy trolley burgers and uh-huh. I super glued them all together, and I super glued them to the poster. And it was sick, and it had, like, glitter, and pink. it was, like, pink and red. Wow. I aced that one. I had to say, my parents helped me out with that one, and we we certainly uh, owned, owned the night. <laughs> Those were some good books, and I used to love, like, when new ones came out. Oh, uh, girl, I was a Barnes & Nobles nerd. Mm. So, like, I would always, like, beg my parents to take me to Barnes & Noble so I could, like, see if they had, like, a new Bailey School Kids. When they started to get the shiny, shiny covers, uh-huh. I said, yes. Uh, that's an underrated book series. Like, I know the girls live for Babysitter's Club and, you know, the Junie B. Jones and all that. And they uh-huh. are iconic in their own right. But for me, I, fe- I feel like there's, like, a part of my reading history that I just, like, skipped like, a lot of, like, children's books I kind of, like, skipped over. And when I mean children's, I mean, like, the short reader books. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, like, sort of that in-between where a chapter might be, like, three pages, but the text mm-hmm. is really big. I kind of skipped over a lot of those books, I feel like. But The Bailey School Kids was, like, right where I wanted to be for a while in terms yeah. of my reading level before, like, you know, Harry and the Gang came along. Mm. Yeah, I liked uh, the Junaby Jones and the Bailey School Kids. Those were, those were my top two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Felicia, what the hell's going on? Well, I had an interesting weekend. Oh. I went to a One Direction night in Atlanta at a club. Oh yeah, you did do that. I How did. Was that? It was so much fun. Also, shout out to Jasmine, um, who I've 
known online for like two years now. Jasmine also listens to the show. Oh, what's um, up, Jasmine? And I've never met Jasmine in person. And I texted Jasmine that morning. And I was like, hey, do you know about this 1D night? Because she lives in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, no, I didn't. And she, we, she decided to come. And we met up there. And she was so sweet. Shut up. Yeah. You met an eavesdropper? I did meet an eavesdropper. Shut the fuck up. Jasmine, <laughs> you are an inaugural piece of the podcast now. So now you have to get, like, your own piece of the pantry podcast so since i was not there in attendance in this legendary moment jasmine i just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast i hope that um over how long has it been felicia a year and what uh a year and six months a year and a half we've thoroughly appreciated um speaking into your ear canal yeah. And we appreciate you for appreciating us. Okay, sorry, continue with the story. How no, fun- no. Um, she's awesome. She and um, like I said, I, I've she found me like two years ago through YouTube mm-hmm. because she's like an older One Direction fan too. Um, okay. So that's kind of how we connected. And her and her husband live in Atlanta, and they're a cute little couple. And um, I was so excited to finally meet her. But yes, the One Direction night was so much fun. It was like One Direction versus Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um. And the whole night, that's what the DJ played, was, like, all One Direction songs, solo songs. Um, he put in a little Taylor every now and then, a little Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Um, party in the USA moments. Oh, I love um, pussy popping. Oh, my God. I literally danced for three hours straight. Um, Shit. And every time that a song would end, I'd be like, okay, I need to relax. Something else would come on, and I'm like, bitch, I'm up again. <laughs> um, and then we decided that we needed to be on stage. So we made our way to the stage and we danced on the stage for like two hours. Um, we gave it an hour, you know, after, after they played treat people with kindness, we were like, all right, now it's t- our time to make our way to the stage. Oh my God, Felicia. That sounds mad fun. Actually. It was so much fun. I wish that we could go to something like this. They're doing a lover night here. Mm. And it's going to, it's going to be like a huge Taylor night here you and, and should totally go because it was so much fun doing this I, I have to double check when it is but it's at like this one place that um a lot of parties in LA are held there so it's like I know like it's gonna be done uh-huh. to a certain caliber so now I'm kind of like I kind of I should ask Ricky if he wants to go he'd probably be down honestly oh he would 100 yeah I'm gonna check with sister and see what he doing yeah so, but that sounds um, like fun yeah I got drunk i had watermelon vodka because bitch mm. watermelon sugar high damn right and i danced and i sent you guys videos i saw <laughs> the girl, whole night your whole heart i was sending david videos the whole night oh God. so he was getting double <laughs> you were living your best life felicia i truly was oh god meanwhile oh. i was like i saw birds of prey <laughs> so um, how was that? I, you know, I don't know much about any of these superhero movies. Me either, to be honest. But I, wa- I wanted to see it because I didn't know that there was like an all-female sort of like producer, director. It was like a team, like writer. And so right. I wanted, I did want to go and support that. And I also looked at it as an excuse to go back to the Alamo Draft House. Oh. <laughs> um, but this time, take my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So we went, and this night was like. It was like a showing of the movie, but it was also like their Harley Quinn, 
like Harley Quinn fanatic night, like come in your Harley Quinn garb. Oh, wow. And, um, they did like a costume contest. I don't know why I said it like that. Costume. They did a costume contest and they gave away like free ticket showings. And the movie was good, Felicia. I can't oh, lie. I don't know why people are like not going to see it because women aren't like scantily clad. I think that's the dumbest crock of shit I've ever heard. Like just because you're not going to see a fucking pair of nipples in your face, you mean to tell me you're not going to go and support good writing? Um, there's just like a huge discussion online about it, and I don't really see why. Like the movie's good, go see it. But you know, men are being annoying. Yeah. And misogynistic, I think, about yeah. it. You know, if Harley Quinn looked like this and then, you know, they there's like a picture of the most like nerd boy anime, uh-huh. you know, dead or alive video game titty bouncing motion graphic photo I've ever seen in my life of Harley yeah. Quinn. And it's like you're not gonna fucking get that. Like no. the movie's not made to fucking please men in that way. It's, it's a not good a porn story. bitch. It's not a fucking porn. Like, if you want to see that, I'm sure there's thousands and hundreds, hundreds of thousands of videos I like don't that. ask a fucking parody. <laughs> Stream the, the shit. The shit is free. The internet's free, bitch. We're not even paying for America Online anymore, bitch. Like, I, I just don't understand. But to make a long story short, the movie was great. Um, right. For me, the fighting scenes were excellent. And also, I love Rosie Perez. So I didn't know she was in it, but it, she was iconic. I'm sure I'll end up seeing it at some point, um, whether I watch it on like a plane or like something like that. It's a good planer, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would say also it could have gone on Netflix. Oh, okay. I think, I think it would have been explosive on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. But good job. Uh, have you been seeing that stuff? I know I texted you guys about this, but have you been seeing the stuff about people not having an inner monologue? I have, but I've been trying not to really read into it because I don't understand how that works. How do you not have an inner monologue? Like it's yeah. part, it's part of, it's like one of my favorite things about me. I don't understand it either. I tried I watched a video today um of the guy who like wrote the article that kind of exploded cuz he was interviewing the friend who like let him in on the fact that she doesn't have that and it's very interesting. Uh, but I don't understand it. Like she said she doesn't really like daydream. Mhm. Or, like, if she thinks something, like, she just says it out. She's like, I just say it out loud. Like, she's like, I don't <laughs> know what that is. Like, bitch, I am always thinking. You know I'm always yeah. thinking. So it's just hard for me. I, bitch, I'm always daydreaming. I'm always thinking. I'm coming up with stories and scenarios in my head. I'm playing out conversations in my head. Hey. Like, how do you not hear yourself talk? What the fuck are you doing in your head? How do you That's think? Not- that sounds like a dull ass life. I don't get it. I I don't know. I I I just can't wrap my mind around how that works. Yeah. My I inner monologue. It, it's like your purest form of you. No. Right. Yeah. Your pure, unfiltered thought process. Yeah. And it don't talk in your voice? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand either. I mean, like, I would not be able to have half the conversations that I have if I didn't think about them and play them out in my head first. Mm-hmm. So, I don't understand that. And the whole... Like, I, just, I just say words. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Like, okay. Literally, like, what the fuck? Um, and the whole, like, seeing the images in your mind, I can't, I can't figure that out either. I don't know if I'm seeing stuff or not. What? 
the whole like you know if you think of an apple like do you see the apple like I, yeah. I don't I think I do but like I'm not 100% sure now because people are talking about it <laughs> people are people are like I don't see an apple I don't know what that I've never experienced that in my life yes uh-uh. so now I'm like well I thought I think I see an apple I don't know people out here born with no imagination how'd that work I don't know because you have to have an imagination in order to daydream no yeah. That's why I find it so strange. I don't know what it was, but there was something that, like, I can't remember which what it was, but it was some subject in school she was really good at that I was like, well, I, don't, I fucking have inner dialogue, so that's probably why I wasn't good at that subject. Math. <laughs> probably something like that, because yeah. Because your inner dialogue will have you second-guessing like shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably so. Her shit quiet as hell. She said, oh, I love numbers. One plus one is two, bitch. Yeah. Ain't nothing to it. <laughs> like, uh-uh. Well, let's get off of that and talk about love because it's Valentine's Day. It's another love episode just for you. It's another Valentine's Day alone for me. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. I'm fine. Are you fine, Felicia? I am fine. Yes. Because, you know, I just enjoy the day in general because it's cute and there's sparkly hearts everywhere. Come on. You know? And, and you can play lover. I can play lover. That's just know one more I, excuse. Yeah. I don't know if I will that day because, you know, the song lover will make me cry sometimes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Felicia. <laughs> she said, that damn Taylor, she's got me again. God, sniffle, I swear, sniffle. I just could not believe I started fucking crying watching her perform that song at the VMAs, bitch. She <laughs> said, bitch, I was moved. I was, and it was the second go around, too. The first time, I was fine. Second go around, woo! Too what much. are you going to do when she sings it live in your face? I really think I might cry. Oh, my God. Honestly, we'll, I don't we'll know, We'll have the Kleenexes on deck. Like, a lot of people, like, cry at concerts, and I don't really do that. I think because there's too many other emotions going on. I'm getting like, I'm too fun, overwhelmed so to cry. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. I want to be overwhelmed with chaotic, drunk energy. Yes. I'm going to give it all to Taylor. I'm going to sing every lyric at the top. of. I don't want to be able to talk the next day. We're going to have the best time. I'm excited. Love I'm excited, love. too. I would just open up my Ticketmaster app to look at the Harry and Taylor just sitting there. I'm like, mm, I can't wait. <laughs> my um, friend reminded me over the weekend, one of my friends that I was with, she was like, mm-hmm. you have tickets to the last, because I, I was asking her which ones she had, because I knew she had tickets in LA, too. And she's mm-hmm. like, I've got tickets to the last one. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I have tickets. And she's like, you have tickets to the last show. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, I forgot it was the last one. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Love on tour. Love or fest. We're ready. Too ready. Believe that. Mm. So, so, for Valentine's Day, for this special Valentine's Day episode, we asked you guys to send in any advice or questions or anything like that that you wanted on love. And a couple of you guys sent some questions in, and we're going to speak on them. I love that for us. We're going to yeah. help y'all asses out. Because a lot of them aren't like direct questions. Some of them are just like, what are your thoughts on this, this, and this? Oh. So um, so that's great. And I'm not going to say anyone's names because 
no one said whether or not they wanted to be anonymous. So they I'm never just, do. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it anonymous. Okay. Um, so that way we don't like reveal anyone's, even we though there's nothing really to reveal. We We're just gonna keep it anonymous. Tea. We'll keep it anonymous. We'll keep it form spring. Mm-hmm. What or, was before form spring? Um. Was there a before form spring, or was like form spring like the really first big one that was kind of like that? I think form spring was the first one. There was a feature on I think Facebook or MySpace where you could ask anonymous questions. Ugh. Those days. I've been thinking about MySpace lately. I need to get rich and buy it. Yeah. Ugh. Doesn't Justin Timberlake own that? Who does? Who oh that? God! I have to buy it off that man. Is he the one who owns it? Somebody random owns it. It was Justin Timberlake. He brought it back. I don't know if he bought it. I hope not, Felicia. I I'll have to have a sit down with Tom. Yeah, we need to find Tom. My my first friend. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the first one <laughs> that we're gonna do, we got sent via email. I'm just gonna read the email out um and then we can kind of discuss it so this person says hey guys so this isn't about my love life but it's about my sister's husband he is undoubtedly the most selfish rude disrespectful and arrogant person i've ever met my entire family dislikes him and her best friend has come to me many times expressing her disdain for him he makes the entire room uncomfortable and everyone has to walk on eggshells because you never know what will set him off I've had a few conversations about her husband's behavior, but she will cut you off and take his side every time. Recently, he cussed out my mom, and my sister took his side. They haven't spoken in six months. She just had a baby, and no one was happy that the father of the baby is a monster. I love my sister. She's my best friend. However, I hate being around her husband. I'm never myself when he's around, and frankly, neither is she. It's his way or the highway every time, and I can't take being around him anymore. I really want to confront him, but I know the consequences of that will be losing my sister. So, my question is, should I confront him and lose my sister or continue to bite my tongue and keep my sister? Love you guys. That's a lot. Well, you want to keep your sister? You can meet her for lunch, right? Without him? Because, like, how I look at it is this, like, he's bad in Uh a general sense of the word, right? Uh Uh-huh. But this is also the man that your sister, right? Yep. Is choosing to procreate with. Yeah. She done made her choice. The only only, um, exception to that, I feel like, is, like, if you know that he's abusive. Right. Violent. If you feel like your sister is not in a safe environment. And your uh, nephew or niece, did they specify or no? No. No. Your nephew or niece, you get what I'm saying? If they're in an unsafe environment, then that's when you sort of step in or try to help her create an exit plan and, you know, get her ass out of there, of course. Obviously, that's your sister. But, I mean, in terms of confronting the husband to say, what? We don't like you. And then your sister doesn't speak to you. You get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. what? Exactly. It, that it does. It's not as productive. No, you know I I feel the exact same way. It's never a comfortable situation whenever someone you're close to is dating someone that you don't vibe with, that you think is a bad person, that like, you know, you don't think is good for them. And of course, it when it's someone you care about, you want the best for that person. So you're holding them to even higher expectations than 
you normally would with anybody. But whenever it's a bad person, like I get that that is so stressful and I cannot imagine, like, I know what it's like going to like family gatherings and stuff and there being somebody mm-hmm. there that you're like, God, I don't want to fucking be here with this person. But sometimes, but you know, it's you a love few your hours. sister. Yeah. It, you, and you love your sister. You want to maintain that relationship with your sister and you want to be there to support her through whatever comes of this man. So like if this man one day does start being abusive, you want to have that relationship still with her so you can help her get out, you know, like you don't want to cut her. You don't want to, you don't want there to be a situation where you're cut off completely from her. Cause I, I mean, agree. that's your sister and you love her and you want to support her in whatever she does. So I think, I think, you know, the, best thing that you can do is talk to your sister about how you feel about him. I know that that's probably nothing will come of that, but that's the most I would go with it. I wouldn't do anything to try to, to ruin the relationship you have with your sister. Yeah. Don't, don't sever that. Don't burn that bridge because just in case, God forbid, there's like a situation where she might want to reach out and feel like she can't, you always yeah. want to keep that um, door open to communication. Yeah. Even if you oh. have to, like, pull back and you're not around them, you're maybe not going and visiting them as much, or you're maybe just hanging out with your sister one-on-one and your uh, sister's child, like, you know, without him. But, yeah, that's – that's I feel the same way. I don't think – I don't think you should confront him, even though I know my ass would want to if I were in the situation. I understand that, but... Yeah, because you're frustrated, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Especially with him disrespecting your mom. Mm. That's a tough situation. I hope it gets better. Me I'm too. Like, I'm like, email us again and update us on that one in a, co- yes. in a few months. Yeah, because I'm curious. Do. Please do. Alright, so this is a message that we got on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it says, the guy I told we are friends only keeps sending me flirty messages sometimes, which I divert. I liked him, meaning past tense, but our chapter is closed. How to be nice and tell him to stop. That is hard. I've definitely been in situations like that, too, (laughs) (laughs) where I've known that somebody liked me and I've been like, no, we're just friends. Um... If it's making you uncomfortable, you've got to say something again and hope that they understand. I think this is going to be more on them and um, they need to figure out if they can be just your friend and not flirt and make you uncomfortable um, or if they just need to cut it off altogether. Um, Also, is this person just a flirty person in general or are they flirting with you specifically? That's a good question. Because it could just be that they are just naturally a flirt, but because you know that, you know, there was something there, maybe you liked him and he knows, like, that's why it's coming off that way to you. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, you got to assert yourself. Say, listen, I think you're really nice. You're dope. Your hair's nice. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. But you know what? I'm not feeling it. Let's just be friends. And then if he keeps on pursuing a girl, you got to hit him with that blizzock, period. Unless, unless it's like a co-worker, then you don't really want to make that awkward. Uh, well, let me not assume. You know the what best, I mean? 
the best bet here and pretty much always in life is to have a conversation with somebody, especially if it's somebody that you care about and you want to continue being friends with because he might not know that he's making you uncomfortable. Oh yeah. True. You know, yeah, he set, you have to set boundaries sometimes. Yeah. He might not know that he might. And especially like, and I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but especially if like, you're not telling him at all that it makes you uncomfortable, he's not going to know, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you have to voice what you're feeling and like Courtney said, set boundaries. And if he doesn't respect them, that's a completely different story. Then, you know, that's it. But at least like give him the chance to respect your boundaries before you completely like say fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> well, that was the one I had in my Instagram DM. That one we will. I'm glad you. I like that that you had that one because the next one that we have um, was someone asking something a little bit similar. How do you tell the difference between friendliness and flirting? It's super confusing. Well, (laughs) and Courtney, take it away because this is something that I invisible text you constantly. (laughs) I feel like how, um, I don't know how to tell the difference. You don't just be knowing. I feel like you could be knowing. Like, I kind of feel like if you're questioning it, then maybe it is flirting. <laughs> don't you so, think? I mean, like, what kind of flirt? Like, are we talking, like, in person? Are we talking via text? Are, I don't like, know. Um, as far well, as this situation goes. Well, I feel like via text, I mean, the obvious signals would be, like, you know, use of, like, a winky or, like, emoji or, like... You know, I just feel like you know if the conversation is potentially leading towards, like, that kind of nature, uh-huh. then it's flirting. And then if it's friendly, it's like, ha-ha, hee-hee. Mm-hmm. But then also I feel like people could also ask the question, what if a person's way of flirting is ha-ha, hee-hee? Because I feel like that's the way I flirt, but I'm not a flirty person. Because I feel like people just look at me as everything I say is ha-ha, hee-hee. But if I were a flirty person, that's how I would flirt is by making jokes and being funny and charming. So I guess it can be kind of like blurry, but it all depends on your relationship with that person. Yeah. But then how do you figure out if they want to take that relationship to the next level by being flirty? Right. Again, I guess that's the question we're answering. Right. Again, you got to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, you got to have that conversation. And I guess it's, all about whether are you feeling that way towards the person or do you think that person's feeling that way towards you? Right. And then how do you proceed in those scenarios? See where that inner monologue comes in? I know. You have to think about shit. I don't know this person specifically. I don't know the history or what this question is referring to. But Mm -hmm. personally, I feel like I have a hard time telling if somebody's being nice or flirty a lot of the times I'll just think somebody's being nice and Mm. then I'll think about it later and I'll be like wait a minute were they flirting or somebody will point it out to me and I'll be like oh they were flirting with me like Mm because in my head I just don't think people want to flirt with me like and I I don't mean that to, to make it sound like like oh Felicia she's trying to get sympathy she doesn't think anybody likes her like I genuinely like I do not go about my day thinking somebody's trying to hit on me you know like 
because I just don't perceive myself as that type of person that walks in somewhere and someone hits on them. So mm-hmm. I just I, – I don't ever know if I'm, like, missing it or if somebody's just being nice or – or what? Because, you know, sometimes you can tell because people are super strong with it. But then, like, other times, yeah, I, it's like... I feel like in the gay community, it's, like, a very strong and very aggressive. That's why I'm, I'm almost kind of like, well, how don't y'all know? Yeah. Like, I, I know when people are flirting with me. Or, like, I know when I'm being hit on versus, like, someone just being friendly. You know what I mean? But I feel like it's it's different for everyone. Uh-huh. Hmm. It's like the, like, random guy at, like a subway or something while he's like making your sandwich and he's asking you like how your day's going and where you work and like stuff like that. Like, is mm-hmm. that flirting or is he just being friendly? Cause most people don't do that. Eh, you know what? And I'll say this in my experience from what I've viewed, there's a certain tone that you can use in everyday conversation like that, Felicia, that can sound like it is dripping in flirtatious nature. I don't know. That's the age-old question. I never know if people are being, just being nice if somebody's flirting. It's really hard to tell. Um, and also, manners are hot. So, like, if someone's, like, being nice to you, like, of course you might think, hmm. Exactly. Are you just being nice or what? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, that's my experience. Like, if someone's being, like, really nice to me and, like, showing that they care about me, like, again, that's not something you see every day. So whenever that does happen, you're like, mm, what's going on here? Mm. Or, like, I know the ways that I flirt, and then if somebody's doing that to me, too, I'll be like, oh, are they flirting with me, you know? Yeah. And everyone's flirting style is different. So, like, the way you flirt could just be someone's friendly. Right. And I feel like I'm one of those people that accidentally flirts with people. Mm. Stop it, Felicia. Except I don't feel like I do it a lot with people that I actually am trying to flirt with because I'm trying to be so... Well, that's ass backwards, Felicia. I know. You know I'm trying to get better. <laughs> Lordy. I'm trying to improve. I got to be drunk first. (laughs) Baby steps. We're going to get you turned off the henny, girl. Get ready. Oh, God. I forgot about that. I didn't believe that. I'm ready. We're going to get two big frosty bottles of Hennessy, and we're going to have you swinging from the ceiling, girl. In Orlando. Yep, in Orlando. Yes. (laughs) Who was that? Was that Tana that tweeted that one time that she, like, woke up naked in a parking lot? Like, I can't be doing that in Orlando. (laughs) Felicia, that's going to be us right after we go to the strip club. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm ready for that. I got to Yelp a good strip club. Oh. So we can roll on up there. Me, you, Ricky, and David. Oh, my God. We said, what up, tits? <laughs> Me and David are going to like be in the back like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm going to be like, yes, time to make it rain, bitch. I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they have really good chicken wings. Well, I'll let you take care of that plan. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the last question we are going to do. This person wants to know, what are our opinions on long-distance relationships? And there's a lot of, like, stressed-out emojis. Um, Have done it twice. Don't think I ever would again. 
that's how I feel about it. I feel like I've done it once, like kind of like earlier in my relationship, like the first half of my relationship. Uh-huh. And then again, more so as an adult, um, like within the past like couple of years, because moving here to L.A. like for a period of time, I was here. My boyfriend was in Pennsylvania and then he was just wrapping up things at his job. Mm-hmm. And then he moved down here a couple of months later. Um, I, it's just, like, not for me anymore. Like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it now. Like, back then, I just was, like, in a different place, I feel like. And I feel like my relationship was in a different place. Uh-huh. Um, and also, I was at, like, an internship. Yeah. So, um, I just really had my mind focused on my internship <laughs> and being drunk. So I just feel like I've matured a lot and I enjoy like the life that I have with my boyfriend. So like, I don't think I would want to do like a long distance situation. Yeah. I mean, it would be hard, like, since you guys are like living together, like, you know, like to suddenly not be together when you're so used to every day. Yeah. Being together. Um, I think, I think it honestly just depends on the person. I mean, I have only done a long distance type thing, which wasn't really that long of a distance. It was like a three hour thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Once I had a boyfriend and we broke up and he moved away and then we got back together um, while he was living somewhere else. Um, And that didn't work out for reasons other than the distance situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was not the main factor of it because I... I feel like I'm somebody that I can be super, like, suffocating, but also, like, it's also good for me to, like, be away as well and have my own time and, like, have time to miss somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know, like, as an adult how I would deal with that. I have um, one of my, like, mentors at work, her and her husband, their whole relationship has been, like where they are long distance or not uh-huh. together every day because they were both in the military. So they oh. met when they were in the military. So, cause like her husband works in a town like two hours away during the week and comes home on the weekends. And we're always like, is that not hard? And she's like, I'm just used to it. She's like, this has been our whole relationship. So, you know, it's not really a big deal. So I think it just kind of depends on the person, depends on the situation. It depends on mm-hmm what stage of life you're in, what stage your relationship is. I feel like if I were in high school, I would be like, oh, no, I couldn't do long distance, you know. But, Mm -hmm. like, now I probably could because I'm an adult who, like, you know, could buy a plane ticket or drive somewhere if I needed to or something like that, you know. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess it just kind of all depends um, on how you feel about it and how the person that you're – thinking about being in a long distance relationship feels about it because you have to figure out what you want out of that relationship because at some point somebody's going to have to move somewhere and that's that's it yep so that's that it. in the end this is going to be something serious which you know my my biggest advice for long distance relationships would be have a strong relationship first like, mm-hmm. I know, like, the way I've, I've known too many people that, like, start out long distance. I'm like, well, bitch, how the fuck that's going to work? Uh-huh. Like, it's, I feel like it's a little bit different if you've, like, established a relationship and then you sort of, like, 
switch up how you communicate to work long distance versus starting out long distance. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like what you've just described is different because both of those people were in the military, right? So they almost kind of like knew what their lives were going to be like. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus like one person having a job that is like a travel nurse and the other person being in the military. You don't really know like how that's going to coordinate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just might be a little bit easier yeah. being in the military. Yep. That's sick. Yeah, and I mean, I I know um, someone else who's in a relationship with someone who ended up going to a different country, and they live in a different country now. So I think it just kind of, and I mean, they're fine. And I I don't know, I think it just kind of all depends on how you feel about stuff. Now, it's 2020, and at least we have stuff like FaceTime and Skype. Exactly. Make things a lot easier. Yeah, and you can always go visit um it's just you have to think about what you want to eventually have out of the relationship and you know because at some point you want to come together I'm sure right that's what it should be all about that should be always the ultimate end goal mm-hmm. that's how y'all gonna bring it together yeah oh I mean a benefit of long distance I guess is if you break up you don't risk the chance of running into them and having an awkward moment and Uh, if you're like if you i'm i'm already fast forwarded to the breakup why (laughs) but if you like if you break up then you know maybe it would be a little bit easy to get over them because they're not you can't just drive over to their house and hook up (laughs) yeah that's a block that's a block and move on at that point bye it's time to heal girl block and mute so yeah, I don't know. Those are my thoughts on long distance relationships. I think it could work if you and that person both feel the same way, then let's go for it, bitch. But if not, then y'all need to relax. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. You have to be mature enough for that. Don't the, torture yourself I, either. If you both have decided that you don't want to be in a long distance relationship, y'all need to go it. ahead and let it go. Yeah. Either... I agree. Either shit or get off the pot. Either try it out, and if it doesn't work, then that's fine. Just go back to not being in a relationship or try it out or or just don't try it out at all. Like, you know, figure out what you're going to do. But mm-hmm. if it's – it, it, I don't know. I just feel like if it's something that's, like, that intense to where you're, like, struggling to not be in a relationship because solely because it's long distance, like, why not at least give it a try? I agree. You know? Because, like, that's that's just, like – just do it. If you, if you're having to like hold yourself back, both of you and suffer because it's long distance, just do it and see how it goes. Cause you're going you got, into it knowing that. You've got a brain. Who? This you. person? Me? Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I have a brain. You got a brain. I feel like I got intense there, and I don't mean to be intense. You know, sometimes when we're answering these love questions, I get intense. Listen, I get intense over talking about Khloe Kardashian's face. I feel I felt that, Felicia. You be intense. I just have to preach sometimes. I'm I'm sad that we don't have time for anything else because I know I can sit here and answer questions all day. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) 
Happy Valentine's Day. If you're eating candy hearts, crunch, crunch, and munch, munch for us, please. Mm. Yum. Please do, because, yeah, I'm probably not going to have any sweets and stuff. So. Do, do you have a three-day weekend this weekend, Felicia? Because it's about to be President's Day. No, we don't get President's Day. Shut up. Really? Yeah. No, you deserve a day off. Mm. Should I call your boss and ask? I well, said I think I think you should give Felicia the day off, and I think you should buy Felicia a plane ticket <laughs> for three days in LA. <laughs> a round trip plane ticket, first class. <laughs> she's the president of all media at the university. <laughs> write a good email. I'll just send it to your boss. I just asking ever so politely. Oh my God. With a please and an XOXO. I also watched the. Sorry that I literally just am bringing this up at the end of the podcast, but I also just want everyone to know that I watched the first three episodes of Gossip Girl all over again. And, uh, wow. Serena is really not that bitch. Shout out to Blair, though. Oh, yeah. Blair. Mm. Blair yes. always giving it to us every episode. Uh. That was a good show. That show and How I Met Your Mother are what made me be like, I need to go visit New York. Was Gossip Girl? Gossip Girl and How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. What show was that? How I Met Your Mother. I know that show. Oh, I love. Oh, that How show. I Met Your Mother. With what's his face? Neil Patrick. Yes. Oh, I it's... mind blanked on that for a minute. <laughs> I've watched the whole like series through twice. Um, I watched really? it. Yeah, I watched it once like years and years and years ago, like uh, before it had ended. And then uh-huh. I watched it recently, like a couple of years ago, and I was like, ooh, if this stuff was on TV now. <laughs> Alicia, did you download the BET Plus app and watch those ratchet ass shows? No, I haven't yet because I haven't had time yet, but I've still got the list that you sent me. Okay, don't lose the list. I'm telling you. I'm not. You, I put it in the my notes. Oval. The fucking oval. Alicia, I know. Please. I have to do the oval. I'm. Listen, I, there's fucking 600 episodes of Love Island that somehow came out over the last three days that I ain't watched. <laughs> Why are there so many fucking episodes every day? Like I'm I literally episode, am like, still on, like, episode five. Like, 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 50 episodes. I mean, like, I went away for one night in Atlanta, and a bitch, I come back, and there's, like, eight episodes, and they're, like, hour long. Really? Yeah. It must be coming to a close. I think there's like 20 episodes up right now, Courtney. Really? Okay, so I really need to dedicate a block out and get caught up. I just started watching The Stranger today, just out of nowhere, out of the sky. And um, I'm already three episodes in. So, like, I'm going to probably finish her tonight because that's the kind of mode I'm in. It's giving me everything I need. It's, I mean, I, it's, it has the full recipe. Um, it's so called The I, Stranger? Yes, on Netflix, Felicia. It is. It has all of the essential herbs and spices I need in a show. It's got mystery. I feel like there, there's a murder in it. It's got like a weird animal. They're talking about like maybe like a demon ritual. There's like a biracial woman that's just like fucking up everyone's relationships. Like I'm actually living. Like I watched three episodes back to back to back to back from this to the time I got home. That's why I didn't take that. To my list now. Yeah, I said no. I was going to no. take a nap. I said no. This is a one more episode of The Stranger that I could squeeze in before the podcast. <laughs> so I did that. Well, I'm going to add that to my list now so I don't forget it. Um, yes. If there's a trailer, Felicia, watch it. It's so okay. good. Okay. Okay, I will. Love a good Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
All right. Well, thank you guys for sending in questions. I hope we were helpful and insightful. Um, you know, we love to give advice. So, um, I want to say this because it is Valentine's Day. Y'all, please remember to love yourself. Please stop staying with these people that don't love you and you just staying in these relationships just because you're comfortable because I hate to see it. And I be yeah. biting my tongue because I'm a good person. I'm going to let y'all keep living in la-la land. But I really am knowing um, in my heart that I'm sending y'all love and light and positivity that you will wake up and love yourself enough to walk away, bitch. Because you know in your heart the shit ain't right. You know in your heart the scenario is fucked up and you need to be doing better, but always in your time. And I know that and I see that and I peep that. So just know that better things are on the horizon and always know, just like I said a couple of days ago at work, on the other side of risk lies opportunity. So don't be afraid to roll that motherfucking dice. That's all. Mm. Roll the dice, bitch. Mm -hmm. Damn right. Take a chance. Take a motherfucking chance. Make Hillary Duff said it best. Why fucking not, bitch? And she told away. us. Mm, you came in with a Kelly and I came in with I a know. Duff. <laughs> See how we slipped in? Now, Hillary Duff needs to stop fucking around and give us a fucking Vegas residency. Now, that's some shit I would spend some coin on. Period. Listen, if that ever happens, we're fucking going. Period, Felicia. I'm talking like <laughs> we will get like the diamond package. Like dead ass. We'll put our foot on Ricky's neck. You need to call whatever hotel fuck you got. And then we're going to get the diamond and package. We're going, bitch. Yeah, we'll pay for Hillary. But you the hotel is on. You better call Trevor, whoever's people that you know, Tanner's people that you know, girl. Jordan Ramona, whoever got a phone number, bitch, call somebody. Because we're going to see Duff, bitch. Fuck out of here. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you. Um, you are all my Valentines. Um, because I need a Valentine, so all of you guys are gonna be my Valentine. Um, I hope you are okay with that and consent. Um, so uh, make sure you follow us on everything, right? Yes, please follow us on all of our social media and. Tell us what you think of the podcast, because we'd love to hear your thoughts about hearing our thoughts. We sure do. Um, And we will see you guys next week. We will see you next week.